This is a Giving Thought podcast from the Charities Aid Foundation's think tank, Giving Thought. So in this first conversation, we are talking to Claire Keeley from Comic Relief about some of the challenges that they have found so far as a funder, how they've been responding and how they've been working with their grantees to help them navigate some of the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, yeah, I guess the you know good starting point would just be for, for you to say a bit about how the COVID-19 pandemic's affecting your organisation so far. Um, well, as, as a funder, Comic Relief is you know supports hundreds of organizations across the UK and internationally and at the moment our biggest task is sort of making contact with all of those organizations in a way that works best for them to really understand the effect it's having on their work and how we can work alongside them. Um, Alongside that obviously we're a charity we're a fundraising organization as well where we've just recently had a a successful sport relief um, a couple of Fridays ago and you know we're really pleased actually at the level of public engagement and obviously the level of, of money that was raised through that that campaign because that certainly enables us to move forward and continue to support a whole range of work um, in our portfolio. Um, but yeah, like many other charities, having to move to remote working across the organisation um, and also the sort of um, announcement yesterday that Alex Reid, our newly appointed CEO, um, has decided to step down um, for entirely understandable reasons. Um, has also given us cause for thought, and and we're thinking about how best to move forward on that front. Um, although, to be fair, uh, we've had a, an excellent acting CEO in a, a Ruth, um, who was the grants director, um, so had been acting up as CEO for a number of months. So she's going to continue in that in that role and. Um, and yeah, so it's a, it's a steady pair of hands to come relief going forward. But yeah, challenging times for us and challenging times for, for many of the organisations we're funding. And, and in terms of those organisations, obviously you fund a, a vast range of, of different uh, organisations. How, In what ways are you seeing the situation affect them? And what are the kind of things you're hearing from them about their kind of immediate short term challenges? So yeah, so we're, we're gathering data on a daily basis and reviewing it on a daily basis and kind of assessing uh, all of the information that's coming in through our various staff members and trying to get a sense of emerging patterns and needs so that we can provide a coherent and consistent response um, to everybody um, that's in touch with us. And the main issues, certainly for the UK currently, that are coming out are around uh, organisations needing to reduce or as of yesterday completely stop their activities um, which is obviously having an impact um, on them and whether or not they can then continue to pay their staff their salaries Um, and in terms of delivering against agreed outcomes and sort of activities and which is all tied up with with our conditions of funding and contractual arrangements so people seeking assurance really about in these very uncertain times where they're not able to deliver things that they anticipated, what that means for them and their funding and security going forward. So our main objective is to be as flexible and supportive as possible organisations that we're funding and to find a way forward um, that works for each and every one of them. 
Um, and yes, yeah, so we'll be getting back in touch with all of our, our grantees that have been in touch with us um, over the coming week or so, just to confirm on, a, on an individual basis what the outcome of their different queries is. And, and, as, and as a funder, have, have you changed the way that you work at all so far in, in the short term? In terms of the 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 kind of um, you know any of the reporting requirements or the nature of of the kind of restrictions on grants or anything, have you have you been thinking about what you can kind of do to to lessen the load on on grantee organisations uh, with with those kinds of things? Absolutely. I mean, we're we're basically taking taking a very sort of hands off approach. So we'll be working with each of those organisations to see what is or isn't possible um, in terms of of their ongoing relationship with us. Um, but effectively saying that we understand that, that people won't be able to deliver their activities or their outcomes as, as expected and that, you know, when the time comes, because like many other funders, you know, we have these reporting cycles in six monthly and 12 monthly. So depending where those organisations are in their reporting cycle, when the time comes, we'll make, make a, a decision with them about what is or isn't possible in terms of them letting us know. Uh, what they've delivered with the funding to date um, but that's certainly not our number one priority at the moment is you know we're, we're just keen that people are able to carry on supporting um, you know their their clients and people who need them most um, during this time and and a lot of the the uh, queries coming in or, or requests for help actually have been around digital capacity and around um, helping people to move into that more remote way of working um, and and how to do that sort of safely um, I guess, depending on the, the, the vulnerabilities of the, of the different groups people are working with. That's really interesting. Um, and, and for you, what, what are the most important actions that you think um, kind of funders, but also charities themselves and government, either central or local, could be taking at the moment to, to try and kind of address some of these immediate short-term challenges? I think I, we, we had a, a social impact committee meeting this morning and, and we had a really interesting discussion in that where we're trying to, to, to figure out what, the right role is for Comet Relief to play at this time. So uh, it's really encouraging that there's so many different funders coming together uh, to work in partnership through um, you know, London Funders is doing a great job in terms of coordinating a London-based response. Um, and the National Emergencies Trust is obviously doing their work at, at a national level. So that's great. Um, and my hunch is that there'll be a really positive uh response to fundraising and, and grant making in this immediate sort of crisis period. I, I think for us at Comet Relief, um, because we, we'd already had a, a sort of an idea in our heads about when our next funding programmes were likely to go live and what they might be looking like, um, we're, we're looking at the sort of medium to longer term and trying to think about the role we can play as a funder in supporting organisations to adapt to what the new normal is and to uh, be able to, to be there and sustain themselves in that longer period because, I mean, just everything is, is so unclear at the moment and it's really easy to only think about today and tomorrow and, and absolutely in many cases that's the right thing to be doing. But um, as a funder who, you know, does provide these multi-year long-term grants, you know, quite significant investments, is working through a number of different mechanisms, including intermediary funders um, who distribute money on our behalf to smaller grassroots organisations across the UK. We're sort of really thinking about how we can, can take a strategic view about the role that we play and how best to invest our funding going forward. 
Um, and that's not to say that that there isn't a place for, for crisis response funding. And certainly we're looking at our options at the moment around how we can play our part in that sphere. But but for us, in terms of our own strategic objectives, we're, yeah, we're thinking slightly more medium and longer term because you know there, there will be a need for communities to rebuild and 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 do things differently. And there's a lot of lessons that can be learned from you know uh, humanitarian crises and disasters that have happened in other parts of the world where we fund, um, and how you know we our work there has supported communities to rebuild better. So we'll be looking to bring some of that learning, I think, um, in, into the work in the UK and, and the sort of responsive role that we can play. Really interesting here, just because the, um, yeah, I guess there's there's a lot of focus on the immediate short term, as there needs to be, as you say, but also, you know, it, it's difficult to foresee exactly what the impacts of this will be over the medium and longer term, but it certainly feels as though there are going to be some pretty significant impacts. So actually, even now, uh, it's important, I think, that organisations are able to to kind of take some of that that more strategic view and start to to think about what needs to be put in place uh, to to kind of deal with those issues over the longer term. Um, I guess we've talked a lot about challenges um, so far because I guess that's the you know inevitable at this point in time. But um, what have you seen so far from kind of within your own organisation or kind of across the response from the sector that has given you hope about? Um, you know, civil society's ability to to respond to a to a crisis of this scale. I think for me, I mean, it, it, it number one, it's fantastic. The sun is shining. I mean, what a great time of year uh, to to be having to stay at home and self isolate. But um, you know, it does feel that there's there's real hope actually, and I'm really encouraged by people's capacity on an individual um, level and also organisationally to really rise to an occasion and adapt to different circumstances and pull together and support one another um, and I think that's happening in so many different ways and so many different levels um, you know across the UK at the moment and that's something that we should be very proud of I think as a society you think you know just a few short weeks ago we were all obsessing about the impact of Brexit and uh, you know sort of divided communities and and all, all the sort of awfulness associated with that um it does feel that this has kick-started a, a sort of different way of thinking and being um which which is refreshing i think and feels quite hopeful um across the sort of civil society and the charity sector i, I think there's some really creative and innovative thinking and and you know organizations with a social purpose who are so committed and so passionate about supporting people um who, who need it are are again also really rising the occasion and and I think we're going to see a lot of, of innovation and creativity that comes out of of you know necessity essentially um, and that's also I think a really encouraging sign and and just more broadly the opportunities to work in partnership and to work across sectors in partnership and to bring the unusual suspects together um, is also I think really exciting and over the coming weeks and months we'll see we'll see more of that as well I mean it does it does kind of feel a bit like you know it will be a sort of phoenix rising from the ashes type approach um what what happens once we get through this really uncertain period um but I think there'll be a lot of a lot of positivity actually and a lot of potential to because we have suddenly had to do so many things differently in such a short space of time it will open up 
a, a bigger question about well why can't why why did we always think we had to do it this way and not another way and 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 why you know making the most of those new opportunities and sustaining them and, and finding different ways to to be and to work together I think will be will be really positive yeah I, I agree I think it you know it's going to be a challenging time but probably going to be a you know fascinating uh, couple of years uh, to follow and it'll be interesting to see how many things genuinely transform as a result of this situation and how many we sort of go back to ways of working before but I'm you know certainly uh, optimistic that we you know as you say there is real opportunity to kind of uh, shift things forward um it just remains to say thanks uh, ever so much for finding the time to to come on i'm sure you're extremely busy at the moment um uh, and you know certainly maybe further down the line we can kind of catch up and and see how uh how comic relief is is getting on with with its plans yeah that would be great and um and i look forward to hearing the, the views and opinions of all the other people that you're talking to so thanks for for yeah providing an opportunity to to share thoughts and, and connect that big discussion